Hello and welcome to the FinBiz 2030 Building Resilience podcast series. This episode features highlights from the Getting Your Mind Right webinar, hosted by Jolie and Leod Horsfall and Emma Bell. In this episode, we hear from Hawa Ojefo, a mental health advocate who says that resilience is a muscle that helps us not just survive, but thrive. She is introduced here by Emma Bell. We're going to come to our next speaker, the powerful and fantastic Hawa Ajefu, joining us from Nigeria. She is the One Young World Ambassador, a mind and mental health coach, and founder and executive director of She Writes Woman. She's created the first privately held 24-7 mental health helpline, providing critical support to hundreds of women and girls for free. Hi, Hawa. Thank you so much. I was a, I was a research analyst in a boutique investment firm when for the first time my mental health you know came into question and for me it presented as just stress and um stress in the financial service industry at that time i don't know about now but stress was something that you wear as a badge of honor so sending emails at 11 p.m and working on weekends was proof that you were doing it right right well yes until i began to break down i was barely sleeping four hours a night and um I didn't have a social life. And for me, it was like, what's the worst that can happen? It couldn't possibly get worse. And um, it first started as overwhelming fear and anxiety. And then, you know, it's built on from that. It's, it's, I would literally have like shortness of breath every time I, my car was like getting closer and closer to the workplace. And when I finally settled like in, at my desk, I would begin to have like brain freeze and brain fog and things like that. Um, but I remember times that I would also, you know, lock myself in the restroom and bawl my eyes out. I would wash my face and return to work like nothing had just happened. And the thing is, as, you know, as a research analyst, then it meant that the peak of my day would typically start when the stock market came to an end. And perhaps a lot of people can relate to that. And sadly, that was exactly the time that my mind would just begin to freeze. And I remember I would recall days where I was physically unable to get out of bed because I had a, I had a presentation to give at work. Like literally, I was unable to get out of bed and I swore that I was sick and the blood test showed otherwise. They would say, you know, I was fine. I'm like, no, there is something wrong with me, you know. And you know what else I remember? I remember the HR of my organization then. She, she would email me um, about my frequency days, giving me a heads up that maybe the company will soon commence, you know, deducting from my salary. And I don't blame her. Um, I had used up my sick leave. I had used up my casual leave. I had used up my annual leave just being unexplainably ill and around that time I was also dealing with you know delusions and paranoia and I was later diagnosed with bipolar and PTSD now more importantly I quit my job when I look back at those times I remember just how lonely I felt I remember how I wished my manager would simply just ask how I really was you know I wish the HR had invited me to a safe space that I could trust to be vulnerable in and you know what else? I just I just wish that my mental health didn't stand in the way of my performance because it kind of sucks that I'll never I'll never be able to correct the perception that I just wasn't good enough because I was, but it felt like all of these other things that I was dealing with were getting in the way of that. 
Now, I can't just, I can't imagine going through all of this in the midst of this pandemic, in the midst of this external, um, this external thing that is just beyond our control. But now more than ever, looking after our mental health should be a priority, not just for productivity, for performance and even for profit. You know, so more than ever it is those who are self-aware enough that will be able to weather the storm that this pandemic is putting us through. And we are presented with a new normal. And as much as we ache to go back to how things were, things just don't ever go back. You know, as human beings, we are hardwired for connection and for belonging. So please bear in mind that there is nothing normal about this new normal. And you would find yourself, you know, like I have as well, experiencing a roller coaster of emotions. You know, you will find yourself feeling a bit withdrawn, even from the setting that you feel are social enough. Um, at this time, you would find that perhaps you're having a, a whole lot of lack of interest in things that you used to enjoy, and perhaps having persistent low moods, inability to carry out seemingly mundane tasks like just getting out of bed or brushing your teeth or taking a bath, and changes in your eating and sleeping patterns, and maybe just a general lack of enthusiasm. But for me, I feel like these are not the worst things. You know, I feel like what's worse than all of this is the loneliness and the helplessness that comes with it. It's feeling like nothing will ever change, even if we know that things are constantly always changing. So when me mental health is sort of cast aside as, you know, this health thing or this thing that, you know, people deal with on the other side and you deal with in your personal life, what we are left with is people like me years ago in that investment firm. Competent, but unable to realize our fullest potential. Surviving, but not particularly thriving. And whose loss is it really? When you think about it, it's everyone's loss. It's the organization that could have saved the health insurance and could have reaped the benefits of having a stellar employee. It is me. I, I could have thrived and flourished in a workplace and in my personal life. And honestly, it just is business and economic sense. So mental health as a personal and collective effort needs to be a priority in everyone's life. But now as a change maker, I can now see years down the line that perhaps one of my superpowers, I say, is resilience. And it's not because um, I don't feel pain. It's not because I am not sad. It's not because I am over I'm not overwhelmed, but because I continue to build a healthy relationship with all of my emotions. And I allow myself to feel all of my feelings. And that is something that I want to put to every single person listening and watching today. It is, for me, when I think of resilience, I think of it as a muscle. The more I use it, the stronger it gets. It is formed for me in years of deliberate wellness practices, daily meditations, affirmations, movements, strict sleep patterns, disciplined sleep patterns, wholesome intuitive eating, mindful social media consumption, screen time, and all-round self-care. For me, it is coming to the realization that burnout is not a badge of honor. And prioritizing your mental health is you choosing to give everyone and everything the best of yourself and not what's left of yourself. So if you leave here with nothing today, leave here with this. First, being mentally healthy or being resilient is not accidental. It is deliberate. It is. It will not happen by mistake. You would have to be intentional about it. So what I would put to you is instead of instead of like um, I always say, if you don't schedule it, it doesn't get done. So instead of creating, you know, your scheduling your wellness around your work and all of the other aspects of your life and other commitments, 
How about you schedule your commitments around your mental health? And another thing I would say is, I feel like every single person has a role to play in helping every other person be resilient in one way or the other. And I like to always talk about vulnerability, even at work, even in workplaces. I believe it's so powerful and important. And I don't mean, you know, without boundaries, because vulnerability without boundaries is not really vulnerability, right? So I invite you to, in your personal and professional life and wherever you find yourself, whatever group you find yourself, to be able to create safe spaces where people can have hard, uncomfortable, but very honest conversations about life, about their feelings, and all that is going on in their mind. And it's really just encouraging everybody to not be too quick to move away from our feelings, because in this period, we will feel a lot of things, things that we have labeled bad feelings and negative feelings, and things that we have labeled positive feelings. But what I want to put to you today is that we need to begin to build healthy relationships with all of these feelings. We need to begin to feel all our feelings and give ourselves time to sit within our feelings. I believe that this is how we create an environment where we can get our mind right. To hear more podcasts or to find out more about FinBiz 2030, go to finbiz2030.com. Join the conversation using hashtag FinBiz2030. FinBiz 2030 is a joint initiative between One Young World and Chartered Accountants Worldwide. This podcast is produced by Big Top Multimedia. The original webinar series was produced by Be There Productions and Big Top Multimedia. Special thanks to Pexels.com. Pexels.com.